night I'm gon' get it like, gon' get it like, gon' get it like, like Another episode, Busting Chops. We have a celebrity guest this time. Josh, would you like to introduce them? Absolutely. Um, my brother, my big brother, my one of my best friends in this whole world, uh, also professional wrestler. Just to update the listeners, I've paid Alex $12 today before we start it. I'm on the part two of my payment to have the music at the end of the pod. Um, just so everybody understands what's going on, Alex made us pay for our part of the podcast it was just found out this week that luke didn't pay and i have already paid a part and he broadcasted to our listeners lies luke always got me my rent luke Luke always got rent he pays in in full i paid my rent on time when i lived with them there's no complaints from al i was a great tenant it's kind of like the tortoise in the air all these numbers look funny in the light all right let's let's get into it i want to interview my brother I want to ask some serious questions here. Uh, we bumped him all week on the Instagram, fellas. Did we not give him bumps? Yeah, okay. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Mike, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but if anything, you should probably just, um, we're, yeah, we're just going to say, we're, just say thank you because um, our, double, our, our, our double digit listeners here on a yep. weekly basis, just yep. the platform that we're providing for you tonight. Sure. It's got to be probably the biggest he's top, ever been on. Top no? five moments in terms of exposure for you. Is it not? I, I, I'm <laughs> grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I, 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 I can't thank you guys enough. I, wow. Honored. You made oh, it. I know. You made it's it. Great awesome. To have you. awesome. All right. Great so I'm going to give a quick bio of my brother and then we're going to ask him some questions. Uh, I'll start off with the bio. Uh, my brother was a big time football player. In, in high school, he was very good, um, shitty team, but he played well, uh, got an opportunity to go to Hudson Valley Community College, our local community college. Um, from there, he really took a liking to the analytics of the game, um, but he also had an opportunity from there to go play Division One football and get into a great opportunity, which at the time was a little-known school, uh, an offshoot of Clemson, which is now called Coastal Carolina. As some South of you, Carolina, South Carolina was not an offshoot of Clemson. We're an offshoot of South Carolina. All right, we're already fighting. Offshoot of South Carolina. Get your facts um, but, but I'm I'm good for the facts so far. And then after that, um, his path was kind of different. Um, in many of ways, uh, he ended up becoming a professional wrestler. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna just jump into it. I know Allie has a couple questions. Luki has a couple questions. I even myself have a few questions. Um, that's the quick and skinny. That's the quick and skinny. Mike, did I miss anything on the quick and skinny? You didn't miss anything on the quick and skinny. Okay, I... good. All right. Barring my second chin, we'll move on. Allie, what do you got? Fire away some questions. All right. So I got a simple question. Mike, I've been a follower of your career because I've known Josh for over a decade now. And while following your career, you were affiliated with a TNA wrestling Um 
Branchoff, very popular at the time. And I really got into your personas, Mike. I saw that one time, I'm a Wild West fan, you were part of a biker gang named Aces and Eights. And yes. you dress yes. up in a lot of leather. They're like ski masks, you're bullies. And then you decided to take a change in your wrestling career and create a new persona where you were in a baby onesie. And I thought that was an interesting transformation. Would you care to elaborate on this change? Well, you actually did it backwards. Uh, okay. So, so I went to, uh, when I told, when I went to wrestling school, I went to uh 3d Academy here in Florida. I just packed up all, all my belongings, which was basically me and my dog. And we moved to South Carolina and I learned through the Dudley boys. So technically the Dudley boys are my wrestling uh, parents. Big name drop there. Um, Dudley boys, team 3d <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> So if you want to go to Team 3D, it's the best. It's going. It's like going to the Harvard of wrestling school. Awesome. You're going to learn how to survive survive the business. At the time, uh, Bubba and Devon were in a company called Total Nonstop Action TNA. Uh, it was on the Spike Network, and in the business, we're called Young Boys or Green Boys or whatever you want to call it. And they needed extras, so. Uh, I also had an independent persona because Bubba thought I was a terrible wrestler and I would never make it in the business. Um, but Bubba thinks everybody's terrible because that's what every coach thinks of their players. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of a thing, and it, it's a motivating factor. And so I played this guy a five year old, so he freed me to do the independence if I did comedy and I made people laugh. Uh, it was a way to learn because he always had this theory of. You can't be a, a really good bad guy if you have no idea how to be a good guy. Like, you can't be the best bad guy if you have no idea why people cheer for the good guy. So I did the five-year-old character. I walked around in, in a onesie, had a guy in a bear outfit that had a security outfit on because, you know, a giant five-year-old would have a giant teddy bear. And that, that transitioned to a lot of opportunities. So when I was going to the school, they needed extras. So we would do a lot of extra work for TNA. Like we would be the security for uh, Bobby Roode's title belt. Uh, Was that fun, Mikey? Did you enjoy that? Was that, is that better than like being a wrestler? Like not, not being a wrestler, but like, is that better than having the the spotlight being in WWE? I remember you played, did you play Santa Claus one time on WWE? In WWE, I was, I played, uh, I was in Adam Rose's like little, like, cult following thing uh i played santa claus on tna i did a lot of things in tna it was a lot of extra work i did (laughs) i was a lot of i was a lot of rules i was a man of many things but what happened is we lived here in in orlando so they had to use us over and over and over again kind of like how AEW is using all the kids now for aw dark uh it's a great learning experience you learn from the veterans you get to hear because you never the one thing about teaching and coaching and all that kind of stuff, you don't really, you can tell the kid no matter how much, but until they're out there doing it and performing themselves, that's when you really learn. You know, you don't really learn through like a coach could show you so much in the ring, but you need to be out in the game. You need to be out in the field. That's where you really learn when it's a live action sort of event. Well, I kind of got thrown into the fire because one day Eric Bischoff looked at me. He goes, you'd be perfect. And I was like, what? He's like, for the idea I have. So me and this kid called CJ O'Doyle, uh, Eric Bischoff really liked us. And so he was like, what we're doing is aces and apes. And so what, what you guys are going to do is run through the crowd and beat people up. And we're like, well, who are we going to beat up? 
<laughs> right. we're, we're nobody. We're nobodies. We're like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, tonight you're going to jump James Storm and Jeff Hardy. I'm like, who, who, what? <laughs> like, no, there be this was at the like, time Sons of Anarchy was like hot, right? Like this is when very, Sons of Anarchy was hot in the streets. So Bischoff wasn't hot. that. He wasn't that creative, but like. But but but, but I'm going to tell you this: wrestling always parodies popular television shows. Okay. At the time. Is it Trump okay, out there anywhere or Biden right now? Is, is, is Kamala Harris a character? Well, they try to stay away from political issues or any hot topics. Cool. Us too. Us too. <laughs> yeah, but so they were just nobodies, little extras, because they actually didn't have what they were going to do for Aces and Aces. They, they just had like a set plan that Bubba and Devon were going to be involved. So what they were going to use us for is to get beat up. So we got beat up for a whole year. Like, yeah, I, got I remember that. I, got, I, I got remember that. By, like, how Sting's beating up everybody now? That's what he was doing to me, like, six years ago, seven years ago. Like, I remember I how that, controversial, way, but I remember, like, your pain tolerance back then. And I remember just coming down and visiting you and getting in the car with you and you being like, I need ice or, like, ibuprofen. Remember your Taurus, like your broken down silver Taurus, and you're just like, I'm fucking hurting, Josh. Like, I'm fucking hurting. So are we talking like permanent ice baths, like every night after, well, just just soaking? When people, when people have this fascination about wrestling that it's fake, it's not fake, it's fixed. Okay, all right, all right, I get that, but explain to me what it means. I, I get it's fake, and I get that it's fixed, but like... Uh, no, it's not fake. Fake means it doesn't hurt. Right. Fake means nobody, uh, like, this misconception. Because, now, I could say these sort of things because we've had shows called Tough Enough that show you behind the scenes thing of us learning. And what just, is K-Fab? I think a lot of our listeners and, like, K-fabe, even Luke. It's K-Fab. All right. What's K-Fab? K-Fab means you're not supposed to know. Okay. It's a, it's a carny term, meaning you, that you keep it between the boys. Okay. So you're not supposed to like supposed to know certain things, but you already know stuff that is wrestling because of tough enough. I'm not I'm not breaking any fourth barrier or walls here right. by telling you that this is what happens. But it hurts. It hurts a lot. Like I do death matches, and they hurt a lot. I I, I get cut with glass. It, it oh, hurts. we're gonna get into that. Don't don't it, talk it about that yet. But basically, with aces and aces, was we were extras until they could find the guys they wanted in the faction. And as soon as they did, we, we just like any extras do, we've moved on. And then we did a couple other extra works and did the WWE stuff, and then I went back to the independent. We so actually, the uh, we have a, another good question. Lukey, drop it on him. Oh, Mike, do you know you have an IMDb page? I did not know I have an IMDb page. Yeah. Right, we need to know gotcha. what this, to know. this is controversial. There's this is the short, gotcha. This is th- the gotcha, motherfucker. Th- I, I was I was just googling you, and it took me to IMDb. There's an 11 minute short called "Take Them to the Woodshed" in 2017 that was filmed. The 11. You know what that is? What What is that all about? And we're it's, okay if that's porn. It's a three person cast. Uh, and it's not porn. Um. And uh, I would direct you to my OnlyFans page if I had one, because I make. Wow! Get your credit cards out. <laughs> yeah, but but I do not have one. No, uh, so I'm a to to learn everything, and uh, I've always been a perfectionist. So to be the best wrestler I could, I went to uh, acting school. 
So I paid okay. for acting classes, and I remember that. Uh, I want uh, so I I wanted to learn how to deliver a promo better. Uh, thank you, thank you, Morgan, your husband. Thank, we'll get yeah. into that, but thank you, Morgan. All right, go on. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. That's a fun, we blew it, but go on. Uh, no, you. The blew big it. reveal. <laughs> well, I wasn't not gonna. I wasn't not gonna recognize your husband. Your husband is one of my best friends as well. I love him. He is awesome. He he is so much the balance to your craziness and so much what you needed at the right time. But we'll get into that. And I just want to say he's the reason you went to acting school. All right, go on. So anyways, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, doing a couple student films and that student film won a couple of awards. So there we go. And okay. I played. Nothing and shady I got, there. I got nothing, nothing shady, shady there. We- nothing shady. Al, Al, I was, I was trying to big. take it to some conspiracy level type thing. He is well, a conspiracy theorist. I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. All I know is that we did the math, and your bacon number is actually three. You have a Kevin yeah, did, Bacon did, number. Did you know Explain that? what the bacon number is. Everybody knows what the bacon number no is. Yeah. The bacon number I have no is. Bacon. You don't. Okay, so it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So if you were on WWE, you were with, with John Cena, and he has a bacon number of two because he's two films removed from Kevin Bacon. So you're officially in that parlor game now. You are now officially three degrees removed from Kevin Bacon. We figured that out today. Yeah. Oh, wow. that's, 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 well, I have met John Cena, so I guess I'm three degrees. <laughs> you are three degrees from Kevin Bacon. All right. Uh, we might as well roll into it. Um, Can I? You are. You are open. Oh, no, you got something, Luke? No, no. I was just going to ask, uh, Mike. I'm no, very, inter- I'm, I'm very, very interested about your college days at uh, Coastal Carolina. I'm a huge fan of that Myrtle Beach area. Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. About a 20 minute drive. Was it in Conway? Conway to Myrtle Beach. About 20 minute drive. Did you frequent the bars out there? Tell me oh, what that boy. scene was like in college. Let's, let, let's relive the I glory have a 14, days. I have a 14 year old story after he lives his. Okay, so in college, I was actually known for throwing parties. Uh, that's not like that's not a like a, anything. Everybody knew that me and my roommates were the guys that threw parties. So we didn't really. When I first went to Coastal, there really wasn't a bar scene um, because all the bars that were there were actually at the beach or Broadway at the beach. There was a club called Club Kryptonite. So yeah. one of my one of my bet one of my best bar stories would be. Uh, one of my best friends, Justin, came down to visit me at school. And we have this day called Sino Day, which means Coastal is number one. Um, and so it's, at, it's <laughs> right at the end of the – it's right at the end. Of, it's, it's pretty simple. We're, we're Southerners. We're, lot, a lot, <laughs> lot of, we have a lot of thinking going on at, at, at Sino Day. Come on! <laughs> so, so what happens is it's, a, it's right before final exams, and school shuts down, and it's basically like you can drink beer on campus. It's a big park. So uh, I don't think they do the beer on campus anymore, but they did when I was there. Uh, and they had like like fair games and all this kind of stuff. And you win prizes. So what we did was uh, they had this thing called a free pour. Well, I'm from New York, so free pour meant actual liquor bottles and you just pour from the liquor bottle. That's a free pour. Yep. Well, to them, it totally meant something totally different. I did not know this. I... I, uh, they, when I first went to school in South Carolina, the, the state of South Carolina only had mini bottles, like airplane bottles. So you couldn't get mixed drinks. That, oh, that was illegal. Wow. Or shots. That they were also, well, you could, but they were very expensive because uh, a mini, an airplane bottle is 1.7 ounces uh, or something like that. 
And so anyways, they have this thing called free pour. Turns out a free pour is they just have to, every, at the end of every quarter, get rid of their inventory. The state makes them get rid of all their alcohol. So whatever they have left until they can buy new alcohol, that's how they kept track of all the alcohol in bars, was they just gave it away for free, whatever they had, to buy new alcohol. So so this one Imagine. day you would just go and just let it rip throughout so yeah we never knew that so we had this like keg party and i invited my friend justin and we go to the bar and i get there and i go to pay for the drink and they're like no no it's free and i was like what do you mean it's free they're like it's all you can drink i'm like what do you mean it's all you can drink <laughs> yeah it's it's all you can drink till till 12 o'clock at night i'm like that is a terrible idea ballsy statement yeah. to a division one lineman <laughs> i wish i heard that at any bar at any time so, so yeah we got that i was that the cheerleading team carried me into the house and they played beer pong over me that night. That was my welcome to coastal kind of experience. Uh, Love that. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, I'm not embarrassed of it. It happened. <laughs> so, have you, have you I, been back recently at all? Do you go visit or I, anything like that? Actually, oh, tell- I, so funny story. I have not been back since I left and I got called out on that. Well, me and my husband got called out on that because coastal actually just played their first bowl game. Very proud. Uh, here in Orlando. So the, my original team came down and we all went out to eat before the thing. And the first thing everybody said was like, oh, Hey, uh, you ever going to come back? You ever going to come to a tailgate? You ever going to do any of that? I'm like, yeah. well, cause a lot of the times is during that whole period, I'm usually in Japan for the past couple of years, right. you know, wrestling. So right. I, I can't, like, that's, that's my prime time to wrestle in Japan and make money, you know? So it's not like I could fly from Japan to You're telling Carolina. me you don't want to hop on a plane, fly across the world to go back to coastal Carolina for a weekend. Let's, let's throw out some, some professional guys you played with. All right. Everybody remembers Jerome Simpson when he was with the Bengals and he flipped over, um, obviously the, the, cornerback to score a touchdown that was cool everybody remembers josh norman because he's a prick he got paid a lot of money he's a big quarterback too josh, right uh, tyler think pen josh, josh is josh is not josh is actually very smart and very intelligent i never said he wasn't he he but his public image is he's a little bit of a punk and he's a little bit of uh in he's your a face as a player uh, you shouldn't look Oh, I I love attitude on players, so you can't. But okay, quiet. Uh, who was he your? Was I, I was remember you guys had. Um, it was very obviously Tyler Thigpen was probably one of the biggest names because well besides Norman and Simpson, but Michael Talbert. Thig- Michael Talbert. Yep, yep. Yeah. He was in. Yep, fullback. Yep. I was gonna say that Michael Talbert. An I was also gonna throw out who was your. I remember going to your spring game. Jesus, this is the best one of the best memories of my life. As I was a junior, I think in high school, I went to a spring game at Coastal Carolina with my brother, and I went to a Coastal Carolina party. Mike, set the moon and the scene for oh, me. You set the mood and the scene. Me as a junior in high school, what did you do to me? And I just want everybody to know, I'm not going to call child protective. I'm not going to tell my mom. I, did, I, did, I didn't. Well, first of all, you're. you're, you're you're of age now. And second of all, I didn't do anything. You just went around with the softball team and Kelly Feely. I, I didn't do anything. You, I allowed you to do whatever you want to do. Like, she's hot all the time. Yeah. Well, he's a he now, but yes. She does identify um, as a man now. Second of all, like, um, going around, you know, you had fun. It was a party. You played beer pong till like six in the morning with my crazy roommate. 
it was my first time in my life. I remember walking into my brother's college college like uh, it wasn't a dorm because you were in off campus housing that you were in Chanticleer Village, right? So, yeah, so that was actually supposed to be the stores. The, that ended up, we, we all got put there because that was supposed to be the athlete, like, uh, Carolina area. Forest, Carolina Forest. Yeah, yeah, but uh, right before the season started, they, the Coastal dropped them. So we all got stuck over there, and it was no longer affiliated with the school. So, I, just, <laughs> I just remember my junior, I was a high school athlete. My brother's like, yeah, I got a gym over there. You can work out over there, blah, blah, blah. I walked in. I partied for the real for the first real time in my life, probably not high school parties. Your first you got brought up to varsity here. And uh, the next morning, my brother woke up to work out. and He's like, you want to work out? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember throwing up outside of his little like they had a weight room basketball court thing in your complex. And I just remember throwing up outside of it and being like, oh, my goodness. And then you had a buddy named Kentucky that the night before. <laughs> Wanted to show me the frozen duck that he shot and killed on the pond he outside. Shoot, he didn't shoot it. He caught it with his bare hands and killed it. Oh, that's even better. A little more fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> A little more fucked up. Uh, he brought me into his house, okay? My brother was not a pothead, uh, obviously Division One athlete. Kentucky was not a Division One athlete. He walked me into his house, and it was just a cloud of smoke. It was like I was in a fucking Snoop Dogg video. It was mint. It was unbelievable, everyone. For for a junior in high school walking in that, I was like, <gasps> what do we got here? What are we doing? And uh, just for our audience, the when Josh says that he threw up the next morning going to work out, that's nothing new for him. He's a big puke guy. Big, big puke guy. guy. You big can get, catch guy. him on any day, and any he'll day. pull the trigger with the I'll best of them. He I'll starts off. If I get too drunk. <laughs> and then, no, it just goes downhill from there. If he'll I get drunk, the how many dogs. times? He can't do it. I'm at Brid- Brid- Bridgeport train station going into Stanford that one. Got to get ready. Got to pull it and clear it. Well, Got to right pull it and clear it. <laughs> right Did you meet your wife that night? That was the you night I met my man. wife. Yeah, okay, you so you met. And, and I was, but did I? Did I make an excuse? No, I learned from my brother. Okay, who taught me at a young age: pull the trigger, clear it, play. Oh, I, I don't throw up. <laughs> I no, I do. Up. I do. I do. I do. No <laughs> doubt about it. I clear it, but. I Fellas, I don't make excuses. But you no. can you, you keep playing the game though. Which I is keep great. playing you the give game. Great like, there's nothing yeah. and there's no sloppiness, right? Like there's no errors, no mistakes. I don't know, Josh. There was one day when we were in uh, social studies class or history in college or something. Do you remember that day and we did the dueling banjos? That's tough. It's tough, Al. <laughs> we were Bring just right next memory. to each other, just going <laughs> tick for tack. <laughs> that was it. Well, we did mention that you are living in Florida now, Mike. And I'll always remember this. As you might know, we are all three college athletes. And believe it or not, the first time I met Mike was at Rollins College in the bullpen. And that was a pretty special game for us as one teammate broke the NCAA record for box in a game. <laughs> Luke and Josh, do you recall this game? I do. I, I literally I, I pitched this game and I got in an argument with them, didn't I? I think a lot of people Maybe. got in arguments with the umpire. It was it was a bad it was a bad game. It was a All bad right. game. We got the lay, the c- lay the scene. Lay the scene, Allie. It was it was a St. Patrick's Day. They painted yep. the bases they green. The green. <laughs> they played the floggy mollies. They played the dropkick Murphys. Yo, know, I always hang out with my big bro on fucking St. Patrick's then, Day, Mikey. That's and, right. And you know, then Mike came to our bullpen, and that was his mistake because we had a strange grand assistant coach this year that would not leave Mike alone. And I just remember everybody else was sitting on the bullpen bench. 
And we're like, God, look at this coach, man. He just will not leave this kid alone. And while this was <laughs> happening, there's one pitcher that was deciding to put whiskey in a tin of chewing tobacco and really get a little bit lubed up. <laughs> and this pitcher was told to go into the game. And within an inning, there were six consecutive box, six consecutive box. And that's set an NCAA record. Also, Mike, I know you're from the capital region. A couple questions about this. Are you as obsessed with I love pizza as Josh is? Yes. Yes, yes he is. I he- love pizza. Is, uh, I, 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 you have to go to I love when you go home. Like it's, I, I love, like, it is delicious. It's the best pizza ever. I respect it by the slice. It's good size. My brother slice. actually, one, one with, with my brother-in-law, got so mad after a bar one night and we were all so drunk. He stepped out of the car. This is a fact. I don't know if you remember this, Mike. Stepped out of the car and was like, I'm not going home if I get an I love slice and some cold cheese on top. Yeah. Yeah. Because Tim wouldn't go get me I love pizza. <laughs> yeah. That's a true story. <laughs> I want Listen, I don't live there. He lives there. He grows up. He grew up there. He's a cop there. He can get I love anytime he wants. Oh, that's awesome. I'd rather. <laughs> I want, I love pizza. It's delicious. Like I don't have, we don't have good pizza here in uh, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Florida's not a pizza. Remember? I know for its pizza. Mike once my, uh, not my brother, Mike, but our friend, Mike once, uh, got in a fight with a taco place bar. I don't know what he was. Bouncer at a taco place. That's one of many. Taco places. Because taco places get hard, man. They, they, they roll deep in there. We talk uh, about Cinco de Mayo there. What, what, no, this what, is just what? this is March. <laughs> this is March. This is March. This was just this was just still being mad. He couldn't eat tacos. But anyways, keep rolling, Allie. What other questions? Well, I got another one because you did talk about the bars in the capital region. I was introduced to the Al Bundy at a bar called The Ruck. Have you ever had this, Mike? Have you ever experienced the Al Bundy? And how many have you experienced at a time? <laughs> First of all, it's not the Al Bundy. It's, it's, it's just Bundy, uh, because Bundy was B- Bundy was a bouncer at a bar that used to let all high school kids in, and it's named after him because he goes. To the, it's not called the Al Bundy. It's called the Bundy. Uh, <laughs> just to let you know, Ooh. I've never had. I've never had it. Uh, I know who Bundy is because when I was in high school, he like my my freshman year of college, we used to go to this bar uh, called All Sports. Uh, They've actually just ripped the parking garage down, apparently, the other day in Troy. I got a picture of why they were ripping it down. Uh, it was down by the river, and we used to go there all the time. Uh, but I've never had that. I don't know. Maybe I did. What's in it? What's, yeah, what's in it, Al? I was gonna ask. Well, Josh could say it better, but it's about, I don't know, six to eight shots of Burnett's with a splash of orange juice and uh... – Cranberry. It's different that's flavors it. of Burnett's. Six to, six to eight shots. And there's never been a drink that's easier easier to go down. And that's it's something you just, pound, you just pound the whole thing. It goes it. down well, like velvet. Well, 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 let me explain. Have you ever had a bear fight? I have not. No. I have. A bear fight is uh Irish car bomb followed immediately by a Jaeger bomb. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, my twenty, my scratch that my twenty-four-year-old self likes that. My oh, well, current self cannot handle that. Sounds like I have to so, eat some tums before we go so out. Funny, yeah. So, so funny story. Uh, right after my wedding, um, we 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 have a favorite Irish bar, 
in Orlando. So me and Morgan didn't really drink at our wedding. Um, everybody else did. Everybody else had a lot to drink at our wedding. I drank. Uh, uh, yes, uh, my tag partner also drank. Um, oh, boy. Uh, Reggie. <laughs> um, and, and so we told everybody from our wedding, let's go to this Irish bar. So I'm happy I just got married to, like, my dream man. And uh, I get a little rambunctious, and I order the whole complete bar of Bear Fight. The whole bar. Everybody. Like, I just Oof. had a baby boy. That's such like, a I just had a baby. A lot of people there that <laughs> night. A lot of well, people there did... that night. Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing was, it did it. The owner, the owner, because we go there so much, that was that was her wedding gift. She just charged me 100 bucks. And I was just like, <laughs> because Morgan's Such like, an aggressive move with that many people there. Well, I was, I was, that was the wrong, that was the wrong move to do. Uh, but thank God it was a wedding gift, and I tipped uh, I tipped all the bartenders uh, hundred bucks uh, for for dealing with all the shit show that was the following after the the because you have to remember there was a lot of people that are not used to a bear fight, but that's that, that I feel that's way better than the Bundy. <laughs> Uh, uh, you get 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 the Irish car bomb, and then you follow it with the Jaeger bomb. You know, get that get that funness. Well, but, we were no, just uh, talking about the taco bar and our friend Mike who got in a fight there. I believe after one or two Al Bundys, he decided to kick down his hotel door in Saratoga, New York. Mike at every wedding. Yeah, but Mike will to. do that everywhere. I think that's just his personality. Every wedding we've ever which, been which, to. Which, which Mike? Which Mike is this? Dill boy. Oh, from, 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 you know, from, you know, Mike. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, short I mean, fuse. Oh, Josh, 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 tell him the story about me coming out to you. <laughs> so my brother actually came out to me in Florida. Um, I remember you after, telling me that. Yeah. Actually. After a bunch of like of these bear fights he was talking about and car bombs yeah. and bad karaoke. And I love karaoke. I fucked it up that night. I was terrible. Like I was well, so let bad. Me, let, uh, let me set the story. So. Uh, once again, this is one of their baseball games, and uh, Dill Boyce uh, wanted to go out drinking uh, with us. So we started off at an ale house, and then they changed at my apartment. Um, but at, on the apartment, I had actually, because Morgan had been staying with me, I actually kind of kicked him out uh, for the day because I didn't want more uh, Josh to meet Morgan. And first, Josh knew something was going on because my apartment was really clean. And I was like, yeah, so this already... is crazy. I, I was then, so happy. I, if you remember, I said, this is so, Mike, Mikey, I'm so happy for you. Like, let, let me go put gas in your car. I was pumped. I would literally wanted to do anything I could in that moment because I was so happy for you. I was how like, much what the gas, fuck happened? How much gas would you have put in his car? Like 10 bucks? Anything. Yeah, Five yeah, bucks yeah. to, get, Josh, to, the next, so, to get to the next gas station? That year, <laughs> that year we were coaching in a league together, Josh, and you would fill up enough gas to go one way. <laughs> Just one <laughs> way. And, and we went, we went, we ran out of gas. And somehow, like, me and another kid in the car got schlepped into, like, pushing your car on I-95 all the way to the next exit for, like, over a mile. It was brutal. <laughs> that that tank never saw more than a quarter of a gas at, at a time. Never. Ever. Never. <laughs> never. I knew where I was going. I, I am car. somebody that, that knows the where they're going. Ever. So, anyways, I went with my brother. I just want to say. You have to understand something about Josh. Josh also gets very nosy, and so he saw a card apparently on my uh, yeah. that said yep. "Happy Birthday, Love You, Morgan." Yep. So we we we're, we're we're finishing these bear fights, and it's the only night that fucking every girl and their brothers kind of talking. 
And then one girl comes over and Josh goes, well, if you're not going to hit her, she's a smoke. <laughs> and then I just break down in tears, just tears. And I didn't know what the fuck was going. I'm in the middle of Orlando in bars. I don't know with Billboy six. Everybody's wasted. My brother starts to like the, the one person in your life that, you know, is strong. Okay. Just for anybody out there, like, you know, they're strong, they're tough. Like you're, and he just starts fucking breaking down. So I, was like, I don't cry. I don't cry. Like I get hit with light tubes. I do all this. I was like, like I, I've dislocated my ankle. Like I, I'm not a crier when it comes to stuff like that. But Josh had said to me after that girl walked away, this this Morgan chick must be hot. Hot. And I, I was just, like, whoever the Morgan and, and then, on, the, on the refrigerator, just, she must be hot. And I just start crying, just bawling my so eyes. So now we gotta like, leave. Well, you know, Josh is Morgan, Josh, Morgan, Josh. You're so nosy. Morgan, if Josh goes into a room. Within three seconds, he touches every single thing in there. That is one hundred percent true. COVID's been tough for me. <laughs> so, so I, I start. I go, Morgan's a guy. You're gonna hate me. And then he's like, uh, "Well, am I gonna get to meet Morgan? Am I and gonna I meet like, him?" Like, and I, I didn't know what to say because I thought Josh would hate me because you make all this story up in your head. So, meanwhile. Why this is going on? Bill Boyce Bill is Bo- having the worst ca- ca- karaoke experience, like getting kicked off the stage. You're literally experience. getting booed out of the place. And what was he singing? He's, he's saying, Do we know you. what he was singing? No, no, no. He took over for me, and he started saying like "fuck fly, you" people on the mic. Eagles fly. Like he just started. He started bashing everybody in the building. And so the bouncers are like taking him out, and Josh is like, "I really love this story, but we gotta but go. We're gonna have, but we gotta go." Like, and I'm, I'm so I'm having this heart to heart. Meanwhile. Billboy Six is being dragged out the bar, so I'm like, okay. By the way, they're nowhere. We're downtown. I had to drive them all the way back to wherever your coast was it. There. Co- was Look, it uh, Cocoa Beach at that time? Davenport. Oh, okay. Davenport. Davenport. So it was the middle of fucking nowhere, like literally nowhere. So I'm driving up the highway, and I'm I'm literally coming out to them in the car. Meanwhile, Mike's in the Bill middle, Boy, like just like. <laughs> Like catching three things before he's like throwing up, like, breathing, <laughs> breathing, and being like, I can't, I can't tell you how, guys. I appreciate this, blah, 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 blah. and then he's like, Can you open the window, please? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he was like, He'd throw up, and he'd be like, Wait, you're gay, and then he'd throw up again, like, throw up again. And then we're outside, I'm having a heart to heart, and he's puking. He's like, This is great, but I think I need to go inside, and then I'm like. So that was my coming out experience with, uh, and then the next day, uh, no, I had to go to the next, here's what happened. We had to put Mike into the, the bathroom after that. Me and you carried him upstairs. He almost drowned. So we got him out of that, put him into bed. I fell asleep on the floor. Our mother woke me up for breakfast the next day. Cause she was in town and I was so like, I didn't know what happened. Imagine just being that amount of, reality getting dropped on your head the night before also wondering if your best friend one of your best friends is dead um that's huge because my mom came and woke me up not not vice versa not anything like, she woke me up she's like are you okay i'm like where's mike she's like mike um uh, my friend and then my brother my friend who sh- who are we looking for both of them i'm looking for both of them i want answers for both parties at eight <laughs> o'clock in the morning and I, i'm hung over as shit so it, it was it was a crazy night for me. I just remember it was like I was coming. I, I Mike, I don't know if you remember this, and I'm going to be honest. This is this is dropping bombs. This is fun, but I just remember trying to be like supportive, 
and being drunk and then telling you I had a STD one time and trying to compare that to that. Yeah. Being like, and I was just like, that's not the same thing at all. Yeah, like, I tried to. Like, I tried to. Uh, guys, yeah. I tried to. Is that, that fun? Guys, is that fun information I dropped on the pod right there? Yeah. I was like, Mike, it's you know what? Time. I'm going to have to live with it. And I'm going to, and I got, I just got medication. And like, the, my brother's like, you're not catching this. <laughs> like, like i'm trying to have a heart to heart and he's just like so i had an std once and i'm like oh okay cool like my guy had an std is- so, so you're on the same level i just want to tell i get what you're going through but i just want to tell him the worst thing i could because i didn't know i was just like he just gave me he just flashed his most vulnerable spot and i'm like all right, what do I got? Well, uh, well, my dick itches a little bit. Well, I had a rash, <laughs> Mike. I, you know, Mike. I showed it to everybody in my dorm, and we went and got it taken care of. And I'm working on it, but like, but you want to actually? It's, it's, you think that's weird, but it's not. So the weirdest thing is when I come out to my friends. It's not everybody knows I'm gay, but it was always like they try to compare something with it. It's like to say they understood because they're like I think that's what I was doing. <laughs> But it was just like the most ridiculous things. Like one time, uh, I thought a dude was that cute. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." So I haven't had those <laughs> vibes, but I was—I I went for anything I could in my bag. I think at the time, I think I was just like, uh, "You know, I—I—I I, uh, I love you." And and I had fucking bumps one time, and I didn't know what the fuck they were. <laughs> or, I don't even remember what it was. I just—I just remember penicillin took care of it, and I was like, uh. But I'm treating it, Mikey, and you know, <laughs> maybe maybe we could get you some penicillin. You know, you just <laughs> I just remember I just remember it was after we brought we dragged my friend up to his room and like I'm sharing this shit. It's like the end of the conversation. Covered in puke. Yeah, covered in throat, and I'm just like, oh, you know what? Really? All right, what let me doing? flash my, let me flash my nuts and see what I have, and like, all right, this is what I all right, here's what I got. Like, this is the worst shit that's happened to me privately, and here here it is, and fuck, this is what I got. And it was funny because when I told Morgan that, he was like, oh, oh, okay. So it went Tough way well. to come into the family. So now Morgan <laughs> oh, no. knows he's got to show up for the fam. It's all yeah, about Josh. Gone. It's all about Josh. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, no, 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 no. Morgan's no, entrance no. to the family was all about my sister. Oh, yeah, your sister. He was a photographer. Listen to this. Listen to this shit. He, he was a plus one for my brother, an honorary guest at a wedding. Okay, honorary guest. So, so let, 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 let me tell. I told. I so I came out to my whole family, and I, the one specific thing I asked my sister not to do is don't tell people I'm gay. Let me do it. You know, I don't want to take the attention off your wedding. Well, if you know anything about Allison, she likes her things her way, uh, very much so. So, so she sent an email blast to everybody. Or oh, something? Right. <laughs> apparently, apparently. So, so first of all. I, I'm already nervous for Morgan meeting meeting my family. Like, you know, I mean, I'm I'm trying to like he's already met Josh, but I'm trying to like explain my sister. I'm trying. My sister's to, a he, boss, and so you have to like remember that he's meeting my family for the first time, and it's my family. And if you've met my family, you would understand this is a like he's either going to hate me and leave me right now, or he's in, he's in it for life. Like, there's no other way. They're like, you have one choice. You have either go run the other way or you're staying. Oh, and so, it was like the, the most uh, gangster wedding you could possibly think of. Yeah, it was way over the top. So, anyways, he gets to my house, and my mom's like, hey, I'm going to need you to take some pictures. And 
Morgan's like asking me, he's like, did they not hire a photographer? And I was like, oh, they did, but she wants her own pictures of the family wedding. But Morgan doesn't get to ride with us. So my parents take him and put him with my aunt, who he's never met at all in his life. Never met anybody. It just dropped. They dropped him off at my aunt's house. And then my aunt forgot him at her house. Wow. So like, he's just hanging at the, at the house. So she had to go back and get him. And then he's taking pictures. And my mom's asking him to get better angles. And he's like, I'm not a photographer. I don't know what's going on. Like, is he going to be mad? <laughs> like, like, hey, can I, can I get you over there? He was literally my mom. Like, you take if picture? you guys know my mom, she's like, <laughs> She she didn't even see it as like, oh, I don't even know if she grasped the fact that my brother was actually in love with Morgan. It was like, I got a worker here. My mom yeah, saw it like, as an event. She was like, I got, my, mom, my mom's seasoned. Yeah. She's seasoned. She's like, this is an event and I have a worker. These are my private photos. I, so now I get that my sister's best friends knew I was gay. I knew she would tell them because they don't. The, the, They're a tribe. Yeah, but we get to the wedding, and, and then all of a sudden, all these people, I have no idea who they are, coming up, they're like, hi, hi, where's Morgan? I'm like, how the fuck do you know about Morgan? Like, like, like everybody, families, everybody knew I was gay before I knew I was gay, basically, at the wedding. And the, the best was his, uh, do they know Peepers? No. No, they yes, don't know. I do. You know Peepers. You know I don't peeps. know Peepers. Actually, you know, know Luke, you know Peeps. I know you know Peeps well. Maybe if we... Peepers was around peepers. during Josh's uh, 21st birthday party. Ooh. That was yep, a tough we have one. To bring He's one of my best friends. <laughs> yep, go on, go on. That was a tough one for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I, I heard that. Another, was another story for another day. Go on. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he... He, he comes up and he's like, he asked who it was. So I tell him, this is my boyfriend. And Peepers thinks he's the first person, not my family, nobody. He thinks he's the first person that I came out to and starts getting really emotional. And he's like, I'm so happy you felt comfortable enough to tell me. <laughs> he peeps is the man. Peeps like, is the man. And, and, and he goes into this whole dissertation about like, how like he's so accepting and all this stuff he's like let me buy you a, he goes let me buy you a shot and i go it's it's free peepers like everything's free open and bar so, my dad paid <laughs> and, and then he looks at my dad and goes mr Perro, i'll also get you a shot do you yes. know about morgan then he goes do you know about morgan and my dad's like looks at him he's like first of all i those are my shots i bought all of them Second of all, of course I know about Morgan. And people were like, well, was I the last one to know? And I was like, <laughs> uh, and then he was upset that he didn't know first. And I'm like, it I'm was sorry, a conversation like, had. It was a conversation right. had. Peeps has an ego. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, okay. So that was my, <laughs> the word. So also the weird thing was uh, back to bars in Albany. When I was in Albany, all the bars were this hopping seat, like so many, they would pass the streets. So I'm thinking it's the same thing. No, it was like a, a wasteland. Like, like bars were closed. Yeah, I was like, so Albany? we go back to the- Really? It is yeah, now, yeah. yeah. It's a ghost town. So we go we, we go back to the hotel, and apparently there was like a big- Grateful concert, Dead. So- Grateful Dead. Uh, it was cover. something. Grateful because, Dead cover? Uh, yes, yes, a cover. Like, <laughs> and everybody in the hotel was 
just hippie high as fuck. They were all, sixty like, plus years old, tripping. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and the, 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 so the one thing like Morgan was so afraid of the, during this whole wedding was our hotel room was close. He thought our hotel room was close to my parents, and he was so afraid of them hearing us, like, like, like mortified. My mom gets in the thing, and the next day, looks at Morgan and goes, you guys were really loud last night. And Morgan's face was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what do I say? What do I say? Turns out she's talking about the Grateful Dead people on her floor. <laughs> and, and so Morgan was, like, apologizing. She's like, why are you apologizing? I was just talking about all the people on the floor. And Morgan's like, oh, 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 never mind. What a, what <laughs> a time. So that was my husband's introduction to my family, uh, all all at once. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a, a crash course in joining the family. So yeah, now he's a lifer, <laughs> locked it up, locked in now, pre COVID. Well, I think we're about ready to get the bets. So you guys, game time. Mike, you want to do some bets with us, Bob? I'll try. I'm, well, I'm, I'm not a betting. I'm, I'm not a betting man. Josh can tell you how good I am. Well, the, at the, the, there's no money attached to these bets. Don't worry just about drinking. it. We're just, we're just, just, yeah, just drinking. We're just yeah. throwing shit out there, so don't worry so about it. So before we okay. begin, I believe Luke has an apology he wants to make to our listeners out there. Oh, about how I absolutely dropped the ball last week Terrible. on my bets. Terrible. I was fucking brutal, and I apologize. But, you know, North Dakota. North Dakota really wow. boned me. Talk to you. talk to the listeners about how they've been performing lately. See, the thing about North Dakota is they'll either get beat by about twenty-five to thirty points, or yep. they'll win by one basket. And the spreads usually they're usually getting double-digit points. They're usually accurate. So you, so you either got to pick them on a Friday. It's either on a was it Friday? Saturday? They're good on Fridays. They're good on Fridays. I think they, they flip-flop. So. Two Fridays ago, they won. They were a big underdog. They won. Last Friday, they got worked by about 30 points. So you just got to pick them on the right day because when in their conference, they play back-to-backs, right, Friday, Saturday. Well, their, their football team is amazing. Yeah, football team. I, I take their football team all day, but we're, yeah, their, hoop, they their hoop coast, team. They beat Coastal plenty wasn't of times. That, uh, wasn't that – was that Carson? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yes, Carson Wentz beat the shit out of Coastal Carolina. Multiple times. Yeah. What does he do going forward? Do we know? Uh, he'll end up with. He, he, well, they just. He'll decide. He'll, either stay, he'll stay at the Philly or he'll be traded to the Colts. Right. And, and Philly's going to have to eat a shit ton of that money, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. Don't, listen, billionaires don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're still going to finish in the black. I guess the salary cap cares, though, you know? The, the, the salary the salary cap's more for players than it is for owners. Yeah, think about it. It's to keep you know an expectation I mean? together they, for players. They can pay whatever they, yeah, they want. Yeah, they, they, NFL just doesn't want NBA style contracts, and both NBA and football do not want baseball style contracts. Oh, fully you, fully the, guaranteed. That you're paying Bobby Bonilla until like 2045. He dies. Well, Albert Pujols <laughs> has got one of those deals, right? Yep, and Liam yeah. Hendricks. Liam Hendricks Max just signed Scherzer, something that has everybody, a... The deferred deals. Deferred deals, no, that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the best deal I heard the other day, Liam Hendricks signed to the White Sox, and he got a, I think, I believe it's the fourth year. It's a $15 million a year, and they it's if they want him to play, it's $15 million. If they don't want him to play, it's $15, $15 million over 20 years. 
Oh, so that's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing to them. So just a residual income. But imagine no, no imagine big deal. somebody paying you like just under a million dollars a year not to play for them for 15 years or 20 years. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's the American <laughs> okay. dream. That works. I'll take it, fellas. All right, circle it. back here. Circle back. I'm back circling to the back. back, and I'm telling you, it's Dusty that Mike's on the pod today because the first game we're going to is Coastal Carolina men's basketball against Troy of all teams. This is a Troy. big game. We, they picked them. It's not Troy, New York, but it's Troy. And yeah, I, I'm aware of where Troy University. <laughs> yes. And we have it's Coastal minus. Troy State. Yes. We, have, we just have Troy, straight Troy. And we have Coastal minus 11 and a half. We go to the Degenerate Gamblers. That's another market of ours. So we're going to be picking mostly irrelevant basketball games here. But, Mike, you have the honors. Coastal minus 11 and a half against Troy. Who do you got? I well, I don't think Coastal's going to lose by eleven points. I, 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 I listen. Coastal's basketball has never been like the greatest, but I, I'll take Coastal in the points. Okay, well, you're giving points. You're giving points with Coastal. You're giving eleven and a half. Oh, we're getting. We're winning. You're winning. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, well, I don't think we'll win by eleven. So you're going to the chance yeah. after the weekend, nine yeah. and three overall, three and two in the Sun Belt. Yeah. So national ranking uh, at 23. Yes, but I wouldn't say we're winning by 11. That's a lot. I would say we win by like seven. Okay. Oh, 11's, 11's a lot of points, especially at the end of a basketball. Roy's entering the weekend six and seven, one and three in the division. Exactly. But here's the thing it's like, uh, it's true. Is Troy that bad at shooting the basketball? Like stats say they are. I I doubt that. Like, like that's a blowout, right? In basketball by eleven. We found yeah, out that happens no, a lot in really. these major games. That happens quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not really. You'd be surprised, actually. Probably. We got a plus fifteen coming up right around the corner. So yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I mean, I mean, anyway, they beat anyways, Columbia I'll, International one thirteen to fifty six. They beat Columbia International 113 to 56. Okay, so they they've they've won versus Delaware State 99 to 73. They beat Alice Lloyd, whoever the shit that is, 86 to 63. Georgia Who's State, this, 80, no, this is Coastal, Coastal, 81 69. Georgia State, but then lost to them the very next day, 62 to 70. So like these are the type of games we deal with. Okay, let me ask you, where's it being played? Oh, we're 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 versus Troy, but we're at Coastal on the twenty second, the twenty third, okay. the twenty third. We're right back again versus them. This is the first game of a two game set. Okay, I'll take Coastal in the points in the first game. Okay, all right, Josh, who you got? Oh, I just alluded to a, a a crap ton of stats. I just feel really good about Coastal coming in and doing their thing. Um, I mean, like I said, I, they're obviously going to be the better team favorably. I don't. I don't think Vegas. I don't think Vegas gets it wrong much, fellas. How do you How do you feel about that statement? I mean, they got a pair of weekend outings here, okay? And, and I don't know, like, what's it? Eleven and a half. Oh. Eleven and a half minus for Coastal. In, in, in Coastal's, but well, Coastal's averaging eighty-eight points a game. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I just said, and both of all you guys were like, well, the 11's got a lot of points. 
Yeah. Not for these games. Know. We're teasing, <laughs> Mike. We're teasing. There's I'm a really good that. player, Cam Woods on Troy. Okay. Troy has a really balanced like scoring attack. They got a guy, Zay Williams. All right. He has 12 points, average a game. Um, it, it's not all him. They're really spread out. I, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm gonna go with Coastal because it's my brother and you know. I remember a guy by the name of Ryan Johnson who's on N one mixtapes way back and he's my brother's friend and he he had a run with them and uh I remember when they were starting out. Give me give me him. Give me coastal just because fuck. All right. I don't know. I, I really in my heart don't think they're gonna cover the spread. I think they're gonna win. But yeah, give it to me. Right. Luke, how I about think you? I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Coastal to win and cover. Because uh, it looks like Troy, any team, anytime Troy faces another a real team, a, a, a real opponent, they just get absolutely smoked. But and, doors blown off. And it's not even close. And Coastal's a good team. Like I said, they're averaging 88 points a game. Troy doesn't seem to be able to score. I think it'll probably be a 15 to 20 point game. I'm going to take Coastal. All right. Well, I'm going to pull out an Al Staple here. I think the Coastal's going to win, and I think that they're going to cover. But just as kind of a fuck you to all you guys, I'm going to pick Troy, and I'm going to be crushing Bundy's the whole game. I'm going to be <laughs> we gotta crushing get Bundy's. Bundy's. we got to get Bundy's going. For all sure. right, on to the next game. On to the next game. We have our – it's a team we always bet on, Mike. The North Dakota Fighting Hawks against My the South guys. Dakota State Jackrabbits. And North Dakota State is plus 15. You should know, Mike, North Dakota – North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota State, or excuse me, North Dakota is not a very solid basketball team. They're not and, a club. And they will lose by double digits more often than not. So, but, but I, I didn't know South Dakota had a, a team. Oh, there's a lot of teams, teams in the Dakotas. There's many yeah. teams in the Dakotas. <laughs> they've got teams all they over. Played they've each got other. so many schools out there. It's just, it's wild. It's ridiculous. South Dakota State <laughs> is actually a legitimate <laughs> basketball team. They've played some tough games. and They played okay. Kansas really close. They did. Yeah. They beat okay. Iowa State. So, so They've just I'm, been I'm thrilling. Gonna, uh, Okay, so wait, wait. So South Dakota State almost beat Kansas. <laughs> and they beat you bet your biscuits. State. You beat they, your biscuits. They lost to West Virginia by like five points or something like that, too. They're I'm, a taking South, I'm, I'm, I'm taking South Dakota. I'm just taking them. You they, have to. They're going to win. You have yeah. to. <laughs> thanks, thanks. By the way, how I just always want to say this. How is there so many schools in North Dakota when the population, there is no population? It's the least populated state. That well, might be I'll the best place it, for a college. It's a, it's North a very, Dakota. very desirable place to go to school, apparently. Can I give you a little pretext <laughs> on this, guys? A little pretext. Okay? The series history versus South Dakota State for our North Dakota fighting hop. Okay? This will be the 195th time they meet up. Okay? North the University little, of North Dakota. Do they have a trophy? There has to be a little trophy. North There's Dakota. North Dakota owns the, the series. The little brown wheat field. 106 to 88, North Dakota leads the series. Okay. I want you to know that South Dakota's, since they become Division One, South Dakota's won 10 of 11 matchups, nine straight, since they've become Division One. So, yeah, it sounds good in favor for the history, just to backset it. It might sound good for North Dakota on paper, but I want you to know South Dakota's been running this game for the last nine times they played. Uh, you already have my pick. 
South Dakota. South Dakota State. Maybe silly. Maybe you're underestimating. All right. Josh likes to build the suspense. Yeah, you're going South Dakota, right, Josh? I'm not going right now. First of all, you guys know how I feel about Thanks for the pretext. All right. You You know how I feel about North Dakota. I love the boys up there and the effort that they've given me this season, even though they're well below a 500 ball club. Um, it's hit or miss. There's on these double on these back to backs. They're either they will either get blown out by twenty plus, <laughs> or they will win by a a late. They shot. have a pair of games, Luke. They got back to back. They're going to cover know. one of them. They're not it's, always going to lose by fifteen. That, well, that's they're the going to cover they're, one game. They're guaranteed to cover one. You just have to pick which one. We're betting on Friday here. Yeah. Friday it is. They've been hot so, on Fridays. Well, listen, Southie is coming in there and just, just they're you think they're kill. just going to blow the doors off, and then North Dakota will come back game two after South Dakota's like, all right, we can just show up and beat these guys, right? Exactly. And <clears throat> their guards down a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, but but they've already played earlier in the year, and South Dakota beat them by what twelve points? I want to say. Um, I can't. I find it very difficult to go against my North Dakota guys up there. I hope we have some listeners. Can we get some listeners from North Dakota? Maybe university on this. Maybe if Do I they have pu- phones. If, if I keep pumping their tires like this, <laughs> no, not yet. I'm just gonna but say this. I'm gonna go North Dakota first. Well, well, but basketball is not like football. You don't play a team at like and be like, okay, we now know what they're doing. Basketball is such one of those sports where one person can take control of the whole streaky, game. Apparently, streaky, streaky. Yeah, yeah right. talent, um, talent, talent wins. In a big right. way. Dakota, I'm up. I'm up. And, and I'm, I'm just up. gonna say, South Dakota apparently has some guy that can shoot, so he's gonna take over that game. All right, all right. Let me. I'm up. I'm up. So okay. I'm gonna throw it out there. It has been a long time since North Dakota won a game since the Jackrabbits at Frost Arena, which is our home for our North Dakota team. Okay, <laughs> it's been a long time. Going back to February 11th, 1995. More pretext. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. It has been 17 straight losses to the Jacks at the Frost Arena. I don't think that changes. Okay. I don't think that changes. However, there might be a cover. And everybody's going with South Dakota. A lot of like, points. Of it might be a lot of points, but they always cover the, the points. I've looked back into the history. South Dakota always covers the points, but North Dakota is my team, and I've just been rolling with it heavy. And it doesn't sound like anybody's rolling with them. And they got two games, and they've always been good on the first biscuit. They've always been good on the first biscuit for us. They, Give they them to s- me. They Give them to me. On the first bis- good. You're on North you're, Dakota. You're with me. North Dakota. My man. I like the rabbits. The rabbits like me. I'm going South Dakota State. Short and sweet. That's, That's all fine. I got. You might have caught an easy W, but you know what? I still feel better pride going. It's been a long time. I went Frost with Arena. Troy. I went with Troy, so I got to take the easy money here. It's Just been a uh, long time since we've seen our North, North Dakota. Through. They're going to well, fuck they had you the, out. They had the at the beer. Frost Arena. <laughs> at the Frost <laughs> Arena. Yeah, the Frost. Beware the Frost. We have the next game, Quinnipiac, by the way. I got more shout-outs from Quinnipiac listeners saying that wow. they just paid a $5,000 check to the school, which funded wow. Luke and therefore funds the podcast. So I like that. Oh, that's that, phenomenal. That was a great thank message for, that I got. Thank you for your support, guys. <laughs> wow, we we're, we're, getting, we're getting great stuff. Yeah, just, let, just know at some time 
late spring, early summer, you're going to see some construction over there. I think there's a new building. There's going to be about 15,000 square feet of pavers going down. Need it. It's going to be premium pavers. Need it. So once again, thank you for your tuition payments. Now, our Quinnipiac Bobcats, right? Bobcats. 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 Are facing an upstate New York legend, (laughs) Mr. Paulus, former quarterback at Syracuse, former four-year point guard at Duke, is now coaching at Niagara. And Quinnipiac no is only plus one right now. Yeah, he uh, is he the one. head guy. He's the head guy. Yep, that's awesome for Ni- him. Niagara has made the tournament. Okay, last decade. I'm just saying. <laughs> was, was, just Greg, saying was Greg Paulus? Was he considered a bust? Greg Paulus considered a bust basketball wise. He picked the wrong didn't sport. Get to the, he picked. Didn't the wrong get to the, he was a court. He was a court. Didn't he go to he's Syracuse a quarterback. for a year? He played, yes. he played, he played quarterback. quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he's a guy I saw play both sports and just he was twice the quarterback. He was a point guard, just playing for Shashevsky was his dream. Ended up sticking with basketball, unfortunately. He didn't even start his senior year. It was like Nolan Smith started over him at Duke. So that was that. Yeah. I got uh you know what? I'm going I'm going Quinnipiac this game. I'm staying with a Connecticut team. I'm picking Quinnipiac to win. I'm going to go um, – I mean, you guys know where I'm going. They're giving me a lot of business. They're going <laughs> to write me a nice commissions check at some point over the summer. Um, but it's tough. Niagara's four and six in conference. Quinnipiac one and Five three. Five and seven over and all. Yeah. Five and seven overall. Quinnipiac's one and three in conference. They took about a month off, I believe, due to – What's the spread again? Due to COVID. Sorry. Plus um, one, Quinnipiac. The, the, the key stat here is going to be Niagara. How many points can they score – um, they're not a great offensive team, but if they score, they're, they've been known to score less than 60 points a game here. Um, they're averaging like 62 a game. Scores more than 60? They're all close, Mike. They're all close. I'm not saying Quinnipiac is lighting it up by any means, but they got a guy, Jacob Ragoni. Shout out to you. He is dropping this past two games, even though they've lost, he... He's averaging about 11 points a game, but the past two games he's gone 18 and 19 against quality competition. I think he's going to go 20 plus, and he's going to give me a W. So I'm going Quinnipiac. Uh, the Jaspers, okay, last Saturday. All right. Of Manhattan. I thought that's Manhattan. Manhattan. They lost. Okay, they beat. They beat the team that I had hoped could win this game, okay? That I think that Niagara's Raheem Solomon might be a guy. Eh. Marcus Hammond, a guy. Jordan Citron, a guy. I've seen Niagara play. Okay, Uh, uh, Quinnipiac, okay? They began their win. They started their season with wins over Fairleigh Dickinson and then lost to Drexel. They beat New Hampshire and Manhattan. And then lost to Manhattan again and Monmouth. Uh, no, this is not. No, it's not the Bobcats night. I'll smell you later. Give me Niagara and Greg Paulus. The Purple Eagles. <laughs> what? Like, Greg, Greg Paulus, is, they're hot right now. They're hot. All right. Mike, what do you think? Listen, first of all, what do you think? I've seen them play. How? How did you see them play? 
Did you Mike, physically I'm a, go to a game? <laughs> I'm a Syracuse junkie, Mike. They played Syracuse. I'm a Syracuse junkie. I watch every game. I've seen them play. I've oh, seen they, what Greg Paulus so has to offer. Okay, so you're telling me they didn't do good against Syracuse. The what shock. I am shocked. Well, you I'm know like, what? Syracuse only be beat Bryant by one point. Syracuse That's is not true. a good team Ni- this year. Niagara started oh. 0-3 with losses to Syracuse and St. Peter's besides their their win, their three straight wins over Fairfield and Albany. St. Peter's but... is still Division One, huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, they they won. They beat, actually, Niagara. But I, I still yeah. I still feel like Niagara is going to win. So so I, I, I will say this. We're betting on COVID teams. So everybody has a different – because of COVID – Everybody's schedule is a little bit different. Some play more than others. And basketball is one of those things where you need to play more. And you said Quinnipiac had to take a couple games off, correct? Yeah, I think they were a month off, a few weeks off at least. So due to that fact, and I would say Niagara played more quality competition than Quinnipiac during that time, I'm going to go with Niagara. Yeah. Good. Quinnipiac is going to fucking get it done. (laughs) We're going to move on to games that matter. We're talking NFL now. Whoa, 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 whoa. All these games oh, matter, Al. All games, All these matter, games matter, Al. I'm watching them. It gives me an excuse to drink. <laughs> You're the only one. Watch. I mean, no, a lot of people are watching them from their home. Shout out to the ESPN app. You can watch all these games. That's definitely a, uh, that's definitely a that's plus. That's going to be huge for college baseball, too, once college baseball starts up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I got Tampa Bay plus four currently. We know who Luke's picking right now. Luke's picking Tom Brady, so we'll start off with Mike. <laughs> you could roll Tom Brady out in a wheelchair pregame. It wouldn't matter for me. I got to go. I'm a, I'm a New England guy. You know, he, he's created a lot of great memories for us as a fan base. And uh, as much as I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the best throwers of the football of all time, and he's an MVP this year, um, I, I can't go against TB12. So you know where I'm at. Wow. So, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely want Tom in the Super Bowl. I think okay. they do. So, I, I, I do think Tom is going to get a lot of friendly calls in Lambeau that he shouldn't get because Tom always gets friendly calls. But I'm going to go with Green Bay. I think Aaron wants to prove that he still has gas in the tank. Uh, I think it's going to be – actually, I think Aaron – I think they're going to win by – more than six. Right. I'm going Green Bay. I think Green Bay is going to hit. Like, they got – so Green Bay got embarrassed last year by the 49ers. Like, embarrassed. Like, should have been – so, little fun stat. You didn't uh, – LaFleur there, he's the – one of the only coaches to go to back-to-back conference championship games in his first two years. As coach. So, obviously, they have something working out. And – uh, Tom Brady doesn't have a coach. Tom does what Tom wants to do. So I'm going to go with Green Bay. What, what's the spread? It's probably like three and a half, right? Plus four. Plus four. I'm, I, I, they win by a touchdown. Green Bay wins by a touchdown. I say Green Bay wins by more, honestly. I mean, last game. Yeah, I think I, I honestly think they're going to blow them out. I, think, I, don't think, I don't think Tampa Bay's that good. They make a lot of mistakes when they play really good teams. You look at what happened with New Orleans, and like New Orleans set Tampa Bay up for every touchdown they scored with those interceptions that always ended up inside the twenty. So, yeah, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has anything to prove. He's the MVP. He's an absolute stud. Green Bay by a mile. I'll even talk more about this later with our next game. But I'm going Green Bay. 
And plus, it pains me because I'm a Dallas fan, and Green Bay always ruins my dreams. Yeah. So yeah, Dallas, you have a whole lot of issues you guys have to worry about down there. Uh, yeah, yeah, get rid of our coach. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Uh, I think and it's tough back. to give. I think it's tough to give Tom Brady points. We learned that last week. They gave him points last week, and he just he just came out and shit on people. Um, he's getting three points this week. Ah, uh, but I really do feel like Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are just a better football team, better defense, uh, high powered offense. Devontae uh, Adams. I just feel like they got the three points wrong, and I'm I'm going Green Bay by ten, maybe more. Good. Okay. I like that. Good. By the way, just so you know, Josh is pretext. Sometimes he talks himself in and out of picks. We've seen that before in North Dakota. That, that there's a lot of pretext. And he tries North, to negotiate North, himself into certain what picks. Was it the Southern, Southern Illinois? No, that was, that was tough. That was tough for me. That was tough for me. I even thought about going back on one tonight, but I won't talk about it. Go on. All right. So our next game, obviously, we have Buffalo, Kansas City. Buffalo Does Mahomes currently. play? Plus five. That's the big. Mahomes that's the big Mahomes question. Practice. practice Mahomes today. will play. Uh, I'll go first because yeah. football's my thing. Um, Mahomes will play, but the Bills are going to fucking roll them. But the Bills, wow. the Bills are going to beat the shit out of Kansas City. Uh, here's the thing: Mahomes hasn't been the same. Uh, he's been playing hurt the whole year. He can't throw off his back foot. Now he has that concussion that he's going to rush back from, and the past six games he's thrown at least two to three interceptions that people haven't capitalized on the bills will capitalize on interceptions they're more defense than they are offense and allen protects the ball mahomes just lets it rip it's going to be fucking cold uh and they're all healthy up in the bills kansas city isn't as good as everybody thinks they are they just had the benefit of a lot of empty stadiums this year and the Bills are going to play like this. Uh, the Bills, uh, to me, want it more. I, I feel the Bills want it more. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Uh, what's the spread? Plus five for Buffalo. Well, it doesn't matter for you, Mike. You're saying they're yeah. going to roll. You're taking money line. You're taking money line. You're money line, the big guy. I, 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 think, I think this is like, here's the thing. Like, last week they dealt with a quarterback that could run. They dealt with it. Very well. Now, granted, he couldn't throw, but he could run, and he was a very Patrick good Patrick Mahomes they, is a beast. But he's what ha- His but foot. He's got a bad foot, too, going. He's got the bad, bad ankle, and he can't throw off of it. They're, they haven't been talking about it, but he's had a bad ankle all year long, and it's really affecting how he's throwing that football. It's coming out sideways. It's coming out left and right. He benefits on a lot of good receivers. But – you know, I'm I'm just saying that Bills defense is a really good defense, and they're playing at a very high level. And in the past four games, they've had like six interceptions. And Lamar, they put Lamar Jackson out of the game last week. And Patrick is coming back from, uh, and he is going to play. And he's coming back with a from a concussion. And if you've ever had a mild concussion or anything like that, his equilibrium is going to be off no matter what, and it's going to be cold. So I'm going Bills. You know, here's a conspiracy theory for you. I believe in the football gods, and I believe the most Buffalo thing could happen is they beat Kansas City and get a little bit high and mighty, and then they get steamrolled, steamrolled by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the Super Bowl. 
That's the most Buffalo thing that could possibly happen. You know they're going to break your heart at some point. They just need a little more hope before that happens, I feel. I think Buffalo wins this one. I take them on the money line, too. And then they get steamrolled in the Super Bowl. Jeez. This is tough for me because I – you know, again, I'm going to talk myself out of something here because I walked into it thinking I was going to roll with with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Mafia. But now I don't feel like that. Does Kansas Mahomes City doesn't have but, a defense. Kansas City doesn't have a defense. But does Mahomes just come out and say, I'm fucking here, fellas? This is my Johnson? Oh, he's, he's, he's going to slur the ball. He, he's gonna he's gonna sling the ball. There's no doubt about it. Like, but that's what leads them into trouble. And the that defense is a shutdown defense. They have right. a very all right. Give me uh, how many points, Luke? Who are you taking? Four. <laughs> Josh, you think about it. All I'll right. go. Um, I think the most Buffalo to me the perfect storyline would be yes, Buffalo makes the Super Bowl. All right, they beat the Chiefs, and then they go and face the guy who has ruined their franchise for the past 17-plus years in Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. That's tinfoil hat. And they think that they finally have a chance in the AFC East <laughs> to finally do something and make something and of themselves. And he goes over. And then the same fucking guy that they thought they got rid of comes back and puts them in their place. <laughs> so I would love nothing more than that to happen. Um, and honestly, the Chiefs have been underwhelming for me. You look at their pe- the, the last years. seven, eight games of the season have all been within like three, four points. Like they barely beat the fa- like they're just limping by at this point for me. And I've been very unimpressed with them as a, as a club. Um, obviously, that with Patrick Mahomes being hurt and he has been healthy really all year. Um, and if that offense which is known for just being able to put up points at will. If they can't do that, they only put up 20-something against Cleveland. I know Patrick was out. Um, I would, I think I haven't even bet on Buffalo at all the past couple of weeks, and they've just put me in my place. I think I'm going to hop on. I'm going to hop on the Bills bandwagon here, at least for this game. And I'm going to have them going to the, the Super Bowl. And it would be it would mean nothing more than to just have them think that they escaped Tom Brady for a year and then have to face him in the Super Bowl and get beat by the Bucs. The uh, stars are lining up for everyone. This is a no-lose game for me if I take the Buffalo Bills. You got to play to win. You got to play to win. Oh, this hurts me in my deepest of loins, Alex. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they're going to win. Do you guys, speaking about concussion tests, do you guys ever remember taking those back in college? Yeah, yeah they were tough. No, they were tough. Brutal. <laughs> we, did, we, did, we didn't have concussion tests. Oh, they were difficult, actually, to yeah, pass we had the to, first you had one. To, you had to stand on, like, these gel pads with your eyes open, and that was fine. And then you had to do it on one leg, and it got a little bit harder. And no, then they just told you to do it with the... your eyes closed, and you had to just totally – you were just – Spaghetti-legged it the whole time. Even that, if you've never that been wasn't the hard the part. The the hard part for me was like the things on the memorization on the on the screen. I was like, "What the shit? What does this look like?" Well, back in the early two thousands, your head didn't matter. Well, in the late early two thousands, it did, and when we were doing them, yeah. it was difficult. And I sat and I looked at it, and I was like, "What the shit is this?" 
And then you find out it's your baseline. So now you got to be better than your best. So, yeah, you don't want to give a great effort on those tests. You shouldn't. For future athletes, <laughs> yeah. don't give your best effort because you're screwed. All right. I think that's an episode, people. Thank you so much, Mike, for joining. You're our first celebrity guest, so we appreciate yes. it. Repost us. Get us yeah. going. Mike, hopefully hopefully you can get a lot from this exposure we gave you. I, I, I'm, I'm, the, the followers are just going to roll in, and I just, I'm just so grateful. Appreciate it. And I just uh, Alex, I've paid my second debt. Like, can I get a can I get a pick here after knowing everything that's happened with you and Luke? Can I get a pick for our outro music? Are we, gonna have, are we going to have more pretext for this one? Well, OK, you want pretext? The pretext is week after week. You don't allow me the opportunity to have our outro music. And I want the opportunity to have our outro music because I paid you. The way I told you I was going to pay you after an unexpected. No, no one more installment. And you can one more installment. You want. No, one, one more installment. installment. And, you know, after it's going to be on a commission check. OK, what song so, do you want? Again, I want something. I, I, I love uh, Akuna Matata for us tonight. Um, obviously, Lion King classic. But I want Disney to give us a cease and desist. And I will not stop on this pod. Until we have it. Okay, you got it. Here it is. And Mike, if you ever want to come back and talk North Dakota and Quinnipiac athletics, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I listen. Uh, they sound enthralling. Right? Their, their athletic department, man, just, whew, like, can't wait. North free? Dakota, man. Yeah, thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. I'm on. All right, thank you, Mikey. And good luck with the podcast. Thanks, guys. Later. I'm on a need someone to hold me down. I'm on a need someone to care. I'm on a rise and shake my body. I start cooling out my hair. I'm gonna cover myself with the ashes of you And nobody's gonna give a damn Son of a bitch Give me a drink
Hands are shaking, bugs are crawling all over me. My heart is breaking, hands are shaking, bugs are crawling all over me. My heart is breaking, hands are shaking, bugs are crawling all over me. My heart is aching, hands are shaking. Bugs are crawling all over me. Son of a bitch.